Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Tale of Baron and Luthien Throughout this series, we have discussed a number of different elements and themes within Tolkien's works, such as honor, greed, revenge, betrayal, and friendship. But perhaps the most important aspect that has been left mostly unmentioned is that of love. The love between Baron and Luthien was considered by Tolkien to be the center of his legendarium, and would later go on to inspire the story of Aragorn and Arwen in Lord of the Rings. The tale of Baron and Luthien in many ways embodies the key aspects of fantasy literature, as well as drawing strongly from Tolkien's own life. Baron was born in northwestern Middle-earth, the son of the last chieftain of one of the houses of men that had resisted Morgoth instead of joining him. Morgoth's armies swept across his homeland during his youth, destroying their kingdom and killing most of their people. Baron, his father, and ten followers managed to escape the destruction, and lived as outlaws in the highlands, performing many acts of bravery against Morgoth. Eventually, however, one of the followers was deceived and captured by Sauron, and betrayed the location of the group. Only Baron managed to live, as he was out on an errand at the time. He swore an oath to avenge his father, and managed to recover his father's ring from the orcs, an elven artifact and heirloom of his people. Baron continued to live as an outlaw, harassing Morgoth and his forces, and earning great renown for himself. Eventually, however, he was forced to abandon his homeland completely, and went into the nearby elven kingdom of Doriath, where he met Luthien. Luthien was born in Doriath during the Years of the Trees, the daughter of King Thingol, an elf, and Melian, a Maya. As she was the offspring of both an elf and a Maya, she was said to be the fairest maiden to ever live, a remark which would later also be said of Arwen. She would often spend her days dancing in the woods, which is where Baron first saw her. Baron instantly fell in love with her upon seeing her, and Luthien grew to love him as well. Baron, moved by Luthien's grace, beauty, and enchanting voice, gave her the nickname Nightingale. King Thingol unfortunately disliked Baron, and refused to give his daughter's hand in marriage to a mortal, so he asked an impossible task of Baron. Before he could marry his daughter, Baron must retrieve one of the Silmarils from Morgoth's Iron Crown and return it to Thingol. Baron accepted the quest, and left Doriath towards Morgoth's fortress. On the way, he stopped at an elvish stronghold, which was under the leadership of King Finrod, who had sworn an oath of friendship to Baron's father. Years earlier, Baron's father had saved Finrod's life in a battle, and Finrod had given his ring to Baron's father. Finrod and ten warriors joined up with Baron for his quest, but two sons of Feanor lived in the stronghold and opposed their mission. They warned the company not to take the Silmaril that rightfully belonged to Feanor's kin, but the group pressed on anyways. Finrod gave the company orc disguises, and they moved on towards Morgoth's fortress. Unfortunately, the disguises failed, and the group was captured and imprisoned. One by one, the group was killed by a werewolf, until only King Finrod and Baron remained. 
As the werewolf went to strike Baron, Finrod broke his chains and began wrestling with the creature. Finrod fought with such ferocity that the two died together, but Baron was still a captive. Unbeknownst to him, Luthien had secretly followed him against her father's orders. She was captured by the two sons of Feanor and taken to the elvish stronghold. Here, Huan, a great hound given to one of the sons by the Valar, felt pity for Luthien and helped her escape. Huan also accompanied Luthien to Sauron's fortress, where Baron was being held captive. Huan was prophesied to only be killable by the greatest of all wolves, and so he proceeded to kill all the werewolves present in the fortress, including defeating Sauron himself in wolf form. In his weakened state, Luthien forced Sauron to give her ownership of the fortress, and to free all the captives, including Baron. Sauron then fled in vampire form, and Luthien and Baron were reunited. Baron was still set on completing his task, but Luthien insisted on going with him. Together they set out from Sauron's fortress, but were attacked by the two sons of Feanor, who had now been exiled from the elvish stronghold. The two, with the assistance of Huan the Hound, fended off the brothers, although Baron was wounded in the fight. Luthien healed him using an herb and magic, and also used magic to disguise the two of them as a werewolf and a bat-like creature. The two went into the lands of the enemy, and finally entered into Morgoth's fortress. Baron managed to creep behind Morgoth's throne in wolf form, but Luthien's disguise was removed from her by Morgoth's will. Then, Luthien sang an enchanting song and danced in front of Morgoth to cause him and his court to fall into a slumber. As they all slept, Baron crept up onto the throne and cut one of the Silmarils from Morgoth's iron crown. The jewel did not burn his hand, but then he had a thought to go beyond his vow and take all three Silmarils from Morgoth. As he began to cut out the second one, his knife snapped, and a shard cut Morgoth's cheek. The court began to awaken, and Baron and Luthien fled in fear, without disguises. Morgoth did not pursue the two, but instead the gate to leave was protected by Kakaroth, the greatest wolf to ever live. Kakaroth was bred by Morgoth for the specific purpose of killing Huan, as per the prophecy regarding him. When the two had entered the fortress, Luthien had enchanted the beast to slumber, but now she had not the strength nor time to quell the wolf, so Baron held out the Silmaril in an attempt to scare Kakaroth. The great wolf hesitated for a moment, before biting Baron's hand off at the wrist, consuming the Silmaril. The wolf's innards were filled with a flame of anguish, and he fled the fortress in a legendary madness and terror, slaughtering everything in his path. Luthien helped Baron with his injury, but Morgoth and his forces were not far behind them, and things began to look dire. Just then, three eagles descended toward the fortress, and rescued Baron and Luthien from their predicament. The earth shook and trembled from Morgoth's anger, but the eagles managed to carry the two to safety back in Doriath. The story of their deeds softened Thingol's heart, and even though Baron had not succeeded in his quest, he was allowed to marry Thingol's daughter. Unfortunately, Kakaroth was still mad with pain, and swept across the lands like a destroying fire, with nothing hindering him. Thus, Baron went out with Thingol, Huan, and others to hunt the great beast, who was not difficult to find. Huan and Kakaroth fought, in a battle between wolf and hound that has never had an equal, eventually killing each other on the banks of a river. Unfortunately, in the skirmish, Baron was fatally wounded by Kakaroth, and lay there dying next to Huan.
As they cut open Kakaroth's stomach, Baron took the Silmaril and offered it to Thingol, completing his quest. When they returned him to Doriath, Baron died in Luthien's arms, and she told him to wait for her in the halls of Mandos. Baron's spirit remained in the halls for a time, waiting for Luthien and not passing from this world. In her grief, Luthien also died, and her spirit went to the halls of Mandos as well. There she sang a song for Mandos, a song more sorrowful and fair than ever the world would hear, combining the sorrow of elves and the grief of men. And with her tears, Mandos was moved to pity in a way he had never before been, nor would he ever be again. Thus Luthien was given two choices, to live in Valinor until the world's end, forgetting all griefs, and without Baron, or returning to Middle-earth with Baron as a mortal. Luthien chose to be with Baron, and the two lived as mortals in Middle-earth. There they had descendants that combined the blood of elves, men, and Maiar, and eventually they both died as mortals, passing beyond Arda to a fate unknown. Thus ends the tale of Baron and Luthien, a story passed down throughout the ages of Middle-earth. As I mentioned previously, it is considered central to the Legendarium, especially by Tolkien himself, who was inspired to create the story because of his wife. In fact, on the gravestone for Tolkien and his wife, Baron and Luthien are listed underneath their names. Overall, the tale of Baron and Luthien is a beautiful, endearing story that I hope continues to be told throughout the ages.